I think there's nothing as great that has ever been invented to any musician mm-hmm. as a podcast. Why is that? You know interviews zinakuanga kwangu interviews kwa ni useless. Number one, kwa 15 minutes. Yeah. 15 minutes enye iko controlled by who mtu. Yeah. Umeelewa? So narrative yake ni na fly mwenye ana kuinterview. Narrative yake ni na fly because anakuza tena kuuliza sasa hiyo. Na ana insist on that point. But unajua podcast inakuwa kama mnapiga story. Na unajua kama mnapiga story, eventually unajipatanga, umesema hata kitu huko ndakusema. But unajua in an interview, the first thing ato kinita interview na kuanga very protective and guarded. Yeah. So ndakwambia jinda kusikia. Cuz you have such limited, limited time. time. Yeah. It's not, authentic. Yeah. it's not authentic because number one, everything is so limited. Yeah. And number two, eh, you meet so many bloggers and everything. One one two click bits. Mm-hmm. So unajua mtu hakuna yeah. sikashe sell sorry yangu vizuri. Yeah. I I just want his interview because ndaka tu kwa relevant at that moment. Yeah. But deep down there are things I can't say because I'm not so sure mm-hmm. after this ataenda edit andike nini. Yeah. You understand because yeah. I've done interviews but the click be down there in Angeki to very different from what I love you I you know the other thing the other thing that you find that happens sometimes with interviews unfortunately mm-hmm. is they'll take you out of context of course because you have no time to explain of yourself course, <laughs> of course of <laughs> course because now everything in a everything is rushed yeah na pia at the back of your mind unajua ah hapa niko na 10 minutes hapa niko na 15 minutes hapa niko so eventually utasema vitu ina just in a nutshell yeah But unajua podcast ni kama autobiography. Hapo utapiga story man. Bro unajua uta, utafunguka. Yeah. And moso if you're given a chance to just pour out your heart. Yeah yeah. Cuz podcast for is mm-hmm. kama therapy by the way. And, and that's how it should be bro. Yeah, podcast for. So na, kama therapy. So last week I was in um I was in a podcast <clears throat> with um with Viera. Mm. And many people don't know about Viera, you know, but um he's one of the He's a really good uh copywriter yeah. and used to work with Scanner but he was in the church before. Yeah. So Vera used to he was at the forefront in the church circles like he was an intern. Mm-hmm. Uh in fact his path probably was to him being a pastor at some point. Mm-hmm. But he experienced such drama in church it was like man when he was given an opportunity to go work in a in an advertising agency. Mm-hmm. Uh so I think a lot changed in his life. Course. And he started questioning many things. Of course. And so my podcast with him was very very real. In fact I almost told him man I was like Vera this seems like uh, a ventilation for you. No 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 it's <laughs> please for me. But it's very important because uh-huh. one of those things that I discovered even for me mm-hmm. is uh, you see in church is like umekuwa protected ama you are in a shed you're in a cocoon yeah. of believing that everyone around you this how they behave and yeah. this is how they are mm-hmm. but now when you enter into into the real marketplace mm-hmm. it's a very different board yeah. game altogether because now you're not surrounded by yeah, your friends or people who you believe the same yeah. thing because mm-hmm. for me i think one of the biggest challenge nilingia into the corporate world nikaingia into gava kwa kana gava kwa kana corporates and then nikaona people reason differently yeah people even their challenges people are real with their challenges mm-hmm. because you see in church you always feel like Even if I tell you my problem, the fa- I know the first answer it'll give me. Yeah. God is in control. God is in control. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not making light of no, it. No, 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 no. You see, I do you. Jesus aliongea about chakasema. Hakuna venye mtu yako atakuja kuitishia bread. Yeah, umpatie mawe. Umpatie mawe. It's as real as that. Yeah. So Jesus alikuwa anatuludisha to the level whereby guys, let's be real. Yeah. We live in this world. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, most Christians is like 
everything ni kama iko custom made as in ile even the answers even the answers even the answers ni kama ziko nika kuna mwakenya fulani that how you should answer yeah. any question yeah. and when ushiskile story msa alisema at he, he went into church mm-hmm. ka church and then asije alikuwa anapita mbele ya mapasi hapo mbele mm-hmm. na kulikuwa kumekuwa zile maji na glasi mm-hmm. ya pasta mm-hmm. and then by mistake akagonga ikaanguka uh-huh. and then nasikia alikuwa alikashifiwa mbaya akarushwa oh, akarushwa no. kule nyuma akashifiwa mbaya mm-hmm. and then the story goes that i think it's just a made up story yeah? mm-hmm. but it makes a lot of sense the story goes that after that in the afternoon he dropped the kids at home mm-hmm. and then he went to meet his friends mm-hmm. his friend was like i come niko mali flani flani come it was a bar mm-hmm. so akenda kwa hiyo bar mm-hmm. fika kwa bar wasa kama karibisha ni aje bro ni 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 okisani then maybe the church can learn from the yeah. from the from the bar yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and i remember a friend of mine yeah. uh, actually had like a whole oh thank you very much uh, a friend of mine how, how do you say yeah <laughs> and guys we're doing this podcast from the palette cafe it's a great restaurant and uh, you know the guys who serve in this place they're all uh, deaf mm. uh, so that's how they use sign language it's a great place for you to come and check it out the co-op of lavington so i'll say na mm-hmm. um What is I even saying? Was I feel like I've lost my train of thought bana. I was saying the many lessons that, that the church can learn from the bar. From the bar yeah. And a friend of mine actually uh, had a conversation about he had a whole someone where he talked about lessons from the bar like the one you just shared. Yeah. The interesting thing pia kwa bar ni kuwa maze when in that place mm-hmm. Owen I can't ask for my drink alone. Yeah yeah yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry your drink is coming. Yeah, no, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> when in that place I'll ask for my drink yeah. and for your drink and for the drinks I'm with eh lamo pige rounds yeah kila mtu mazipatia kila mtu moja moja but sometimes that will not happen man and there's a in lot church, of love in it it's, it's 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 really hard to see something like that happening in the church mm-hmm. unfortunately unfortunately i don't know why yeah yeah i don't know why and, and you know it's uh, it doesn't make sense i don't know if it's because we we judge people too harshly my devotion my devotion this morning actually was on the Samar- uh, not the samaritan woman but the lady mm-hmm. who was caught committing adultery yeah and unfortunately um there have been many cases that i've seen and many separations have happened uh in the church and not even just in the church but even amongst amongst was in ajua yeah. and um so anyway in this story for the woman who was uh caught uh committing adultery yeah. so these guys <laughs> the pharisees and the leaders of the uh, uh of the jews at that time yeah they caught this lady i don't know where the guy went cuz you come on sali hepa but they caught this lady and they brought her to jesus and they say this lady was caught in the act of committing adultery now moses says that we should stone her what do you say and so jesus took down and he said writing down i think it disturbed him yeah uh, yeah because i mean he just knelt he just stooped down and he started writing on the on the ground And then the guy started pestering him some more. Mm-hmm. What do you have to what say about you, this? Yeah, of course yeah, now I'm a, the animation I'm yeah, thinking because yeah, yeah. you have a whole multitude of, of guys they come to see Jesus they've, they've caught this woman yeah, yeah. in the act of adultery. Yeah, yeah. And so Jesus looks at them and he says let him who is without sin be the first one to cast a yeah, stone. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
we cast many stones bro a lot a we lot. cast many stones a lot a lot and we forget where we were it's 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 a very interesting um uh mm-hmm. verse mm-hmm. that uh, number one, coming back to your story mm-hmm. it makes a lot of sense because it, it shows that jesus was really troubled even to answer that question because he knew at that moment mm-hmm. he knew at that moment anything he says Because you see, mtu amekuja na verse. Yeah, yeah. It's like kwanza nakutolea his they getting the law of Moses, yeah, you know. That, this is what we live by. This is what we live by. Yeah. So you need to be very careful on how you answer. It. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I've noticed so many guys use that verse nowadays in their favor. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, guys are like don't cast the stone. Yeah. Don't you understand? Do not judge, do, do not. Do not. But they judge, always yeah. forget to quote that. At the end of that verse, mm-hmm. even after Jesus release that woman he said and, something yes Erzan, he yeah. said something mm-hmm. he said alemeo mother asiende commit more yes go and sin no more he understand yeah and it's very important that part because it means in the first place he acknowledged mm-hmm. that it was a sin yeah yeah you get my point mm-hmm. because don't nangana kama vinya ni release ni kama alimochele zile ah hakuwa na sin ah basipole you understand so We as Christians most of the time ku balance in between na kuanga very hard mm-hmm. because Jesus ibida to me a lot of wisdom whereby yeah. in the congregation you know how to condemn someone mm-hmm. oh big time man you understand eh? yeah. so yeah alijua hatam condemn immediately up in the whole multitude of people mm-hmm. but una in a different setup in Bro, a private just, conversation just him and her yes alimwambia yeah akamwambia and you know there's a public shaming yes 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 it's a it's 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 um i struggle with it where if i'm caught doing something wrong you know like i'll be put in front of the church yeah. and it's embarrassing man i know i know hey yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're told okay now go ahead and tell the church what you did or they say this is what this guy did yes 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 that public sh- that public shaming is humiliating it's, it's, man it's challenging because and uh, to bring it back home eh, mm-hmm. i remember i went for another podcast eh, and someone asked me what do you think why so many gospel artists eh, mm-hmm. moved from being a gospel artist to become secular artists yeah, yeah. and uh, according to the, the guy who was asking the question his narrative was that most guys convert from gospel to secular because of money. Mm. I told him no. It's not money and he's like what do you mean? Mm-hmm. I told him at that time even most of these guys who are transiting from gospel to secular yeah gospel had more money. Mm. The issue is not money. The mm-hmm. issue is the standard of character that you need to live by. Oh man, it's up there. <laughs> <laughs> it's so up there bro wow. mm-hmm. that so many people run away because they can't, be, they can't they can't they can't keep up they can't keep up they can't maintain this they can't maintain it but we're told jesus christ said um you're a city on a hill yes 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 you yes. know if you're a city on a hill man you can't hide you can't hide so most of the time guys run away not because of money i, wa- oh, I wow. want that narrative to change completely that's very interesting the narrative guys most of the time they always feel like 
I want to hang out with my girls. I want to sleep around. Mm-hmm. I want to, you understand? Yeah. I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And then eventually someone comes and questions me. I don't want to do it. And, or I, I know I'm doing these things. Yes. I'm basically embarrassing the name of Jesus. Yes. So I'd rather not embarrass him. Yes. So it's a very tricky situation because wow. the, f- the first question you need to ask guys is why are you doing it? Have, have you had this conversation with some of the... Because yeah, yeah, you, and because I, you and I yeah, have it, been in this space for a long time. Yeah. And bro, there was a time it was like an avalanche. I know. Just young guys. It was like a vortex. Ah, guys yeah, have been yeah, swallowed yeah. to the other side. Bro, it hit me hard. Until today, I'm like, I'm still struggling to reconcile how, what happened. Have you had conversations with some of them? There's a time I felt guilty. Mm -hmm. The time I used to feel like, uh, number one, eh? Mm -hmm. at that time, you know, we were were the first generation Mm -hmm. to experience corporate sponsorship. Yeah. Yeah. You understand? Mm -hmm. So I would say, we were the, like the first generation to buy like German machines. You're buying big cars. Mm-hmm. You're getting big endorsements. Yeah. So there's a time I used to feel guilty. I used to feel like, I'm at these kids while you're not I'm leaving. They wanted to live like that. Mm-hmm. And maybe a different level of who a gospel artist should be. Yeah. You understand? Because you so, are the biggest gospel artist. You understand? Mm-hmm. So they can't feel your guilty. Mm-hmm. Your guilt. But one day, Nikajuliza. But before I became a gospel artist, my bro was big. Yeah. You understand? Mm-hmm. So that cannot be an excuse. Mm-hmm. Because I saw my bro, me before I became who I was, my bro was already doing tours in the States. Yeah. I mean, he was a big deal. You understand? Yeah. 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 So I stopped blaming myself to that level. I was like, Apana. I don't think. Because there was a moment where then he likwana. A lot of stress, a lot of stress. Nashi do, hey, I'm an emotional shower to even buy. I'm an emotional. This have you demonstrated a different kind of gospel? I, remember the time I gave out my award mm-hmm. to Julian? Yes, I remember. Does it at the Groove Awards? Does it? Then I feel your guilt, Nashi do. I don't want to feel like I'm just doing this because of Groove. Because it figured a point. Every artist was just recording a song for an award. Yeah. No one was really doing it because. So guilty can mm-hmm. the So during that span and then maybe two years down the line now is when now these other artists because I remember after giving out my award, I said I'm not I don't want to be nominated again mm-hmm. for group. I remember you said that. And that's the, the opening now when these young artists started becoming men artists of the year. Yeah. So through that time, like it was a span of like two or three years, mm-hmm. I used to feel guilty. This is now on a personal level. I used mm-hmm. to feel guilty. I used to feel a lot of pressure. <laughs> Oh man, it was eating you up. It was, bro, it was eating me up. Mm-hmm. Man, it was eating me up because I remember at that time, I'm on top of everything. Nime and mamas, Nigeria, Nime win mamas, Nime Rudy. Everyone is like, all the young artists are like, I want to win this. I want to, you understand? Mm-hmm. So everyone is talking about, I, I, I felt like no one is talking about my ministry. Mm-hmm. But everyone is talking about my achievement. Yeah. You get, yeah? Mm-hmm. So you're your guilty. Accolades, yeah, yeah, my accolades and all that. So you can't it up. But one day, but I saw my bro doing it. Mm-hmm. I saw my bro doing all these things. Yeah. Because even my bro was winning the Kizimas and all those mm-hmm. things. But he was still relevant. Mm-hmm. And me, 
eventually I learned from him, mm-hmm. but I still never derailed. Yeah. So it was more of your why. I always tell all musicians, one of gospel artists, I always tell them, you must have a why. Why am I doing it? Mm. Why do I want to do it? Yeah. Why am I, you understand? Mm-hmm. So your why is very important. Mm-hmm. Your why is your foundation. Mm-hmm. Your why is your base. Mm-hmm. The moment you forget your why, you lose it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You'll start doing anything and everything. Yeah. And bro, as you said, you're definitely one of the most celebrated gospel artists. Actually, not even just gospel artists. You're one of the most celebrated artists in Kenya, period. Yeah. You've done things. <laughs> if research is done of one artist with so many awards, I'm not sure if there's anyone who can beat me. I don't think so. <laughs> I do not think so, man. I do not think so. <laughs> and I remember going way back. Um, yeah. And then first, let me let me first congratulate you, man. Yeah. Because, <laughs> thank God, man. Bro, thank you've you. done you've done big things. Yeah. You've done big things. I always look back. I don't just look back. I come back. If you look back, we've done we've done great things. We have done great things, yeah. man. Yeah. I remember when I first met you mm-hmm. at. Um, when did you first meet, baby? It was I think 2002. Where? At um, at a hair salon. For my friend Steve-O. Steve-O oh, who owns Jojo. Roots now. Yes. <laughs> yes. And you came with Mike Sakata. Oh. And you had just dropped your song, Hi So you were bringing me the CD. Oh. <laughs> That's a long time ago, man. That's a long time ago. And, Those days uh, I used to be a roughneck. I used yeah, to be like, oh, oh man. I was like, this brother. A hoodlum. You know what I'm saying? I'm a hoodlum. <laughs> oh, man, come on, first impressions. Abo Mazia Uku and I. Mazia Ujamini Likomse Omta. You know, guys don't understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had Kamwa saying one of, in one of the, of the interviews, and I said, like, hey, this is the Dion you're seeing right now. It's not the He's same Dion that, that we used to know. the same guy, man. <laughs> because you guys, you came four guys. <laughs> I was like, man, man, if this is the day I'm going to lose man, things, this is the day. This is the day in this salon. <laughs> so it was you, Mike Sakata. Yeah. I don't know if Danko was there. No, Danko was not there. Danko was not there. That was before Kina Danko. But someone told me about um, uh, that, you know, Mike used to work with Ogopa. Yeah. And there's a sound Ogopa had at that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Because at the same time yeah. when Akina, Isa, Isa Akina, yeah, they had that, that yeah. sound that came oh, out. Was and now it was oh. like, finally. Yeah. So Mike told me that he used to be with uh, with Ogopa, mm-hmm. and you know he's done a song with you. I was like, okay, let me go have a listen to this song. Yeah, yeah. It was Hajjalishi. Yeah, yeah, bro, it blew my mind away. <laughs> <laughs> with <laughs> Mr. Googs, Mr. Googs, an ambassador. Ah, yeah, yeah. In that time, man, Mr. Googs had just come from giving us. Now what's yeah. it? To me, to I was like, man, finally we have some good music. Yeah. That I have to give it up to you because you changed. The sound. From your very first song, yeah. it started changing the sound of gospel. Yeah, yeah. People don't know that, by the way. People, no. And people don't understand that it was very intentional. Why? Yeah, yeah. It was very... You were looking very, for something... You know, remember, mm-hmm. at that time, eh, mm-hmm. I had an opportunity to work with RK. Yes. Because my bro had just done a very massive album with RK. The RK had done the album with, with Rafton. Yeah. And then also Henry Mutuku. Oh, so I had an opportunity mm-hmm. to do with RK. But at that time, I, I knew I wanted something different mm-hmm. to relate to the young people. Mm-hmm. Because you can imagine, I'm just from going to F2. 
jam sessions. I hear how the songs, the boom to off, hey, you understand? That comes out, you understand? That they come from those speakers. Yeah. And I'm like, why can't I get this sound? Yeah, yeah. Why can't I get this sound? You get because it? that sound was not existing yeah. in the gospel yeah. circles. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I knew it's a risk because you don't know how people... I've, I've had that twice. Mm-hmm. The Hajjalishi sound, I was not sure if guys will appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And the Kapungala sound. Hey. Even Kapungala, by the time I was transiting to Kapungala, I was not, because you know, I was a raga guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I was doing Kapungala, I was not sure how will guys, you understand? It was a shift, man. I done a song called Pilka Pilka. I don't know if you yeah. know Pilka Pilka. Pilka Pilka. So it was like a Manen testing. Yeah, it was a testing before I went to Kapungala. <laughs> so guys, were like, I didn't even do a video to Pilka Pilka because I was, so, I was not sure. Mm-hmm. How's it be like, hey, this guy yeah. is a raga artist. is like our red son. And that song was nice, man. But I was not sure. You know, this is a thing that guys don't understand. And oh, artists, wow. sometimes you doubt yourself to another level mm-hmm. that I always say, because uh-huh. you see even Kapungala and, 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 and Tobina. Do you know who leaked those songs? No. It was Njugush. It was Njugush. Bro, I was not... I didn't ah. plan to release that song at that time. I came from LD. I was like, Matt. Tao, Pale uh-huh. North Rift. I was like, Njugush, there was a building. Pale, Cyberflani, I was like, Baga, Baga, Baga Dom. Baga Dom, yeah. Baga Dom, I was like, Njugush. He had a laptop. Mm-hmm. You guys at that time, I was like, show radio station. Kubamba. Not Kubamba. No, no what? Uh, Power Radio. Power Radio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was Njugush. But I played your song. Randa Randa, yeah. when I was still at, we had not, it was in, uh, we had not moved to Power Radio yet because I played it on a Saturday night on Kubamba with, uh, with Njugush. Yes. Njugush the one who gave me the song. Yes. See, Njugush is a mimi. You know those days, yeah. you know those days, CD is going on two ways. I don't know if you remember those days. Uh-huh. It's like a CD with a laptop. Eh? Mm-hmm. And then it's a rip. Kwanza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's rip before <laughs> it chase. I don't know if you get it. It's rip. Alafu, I can't pay a CD. Yeah. So I went home with my CD. Come and me me back to a laptop. So Njugush was like, what do you have? What's the plan with this song? And all that? And I was like, I'm not sure because I'm not sure how you guys will appreciate it. And radio. Nah, bro. I remember that Saturday night like it was yesterday. Njugush <laughs> <laughs> is the guy who... Njugush ah, yeah. I'm releasing a song called Randarado or Kapungala. Njugush <laughs> is the one who released that song. Because I remember even releasing the song, I didn't have the name to it. Shout out to you guys. <laughs> hey. Uh-huh. So, I had the same. Mm-hmm. I had the same feeling. And I was like... But this was your first song, bro. Yeah. It was my first song. Mm-hmm. But you can imagine, you have this mentality that mm-hmm. you want to change yeah. how people view, mm-hmm. feel about something. Yeah. So, you're a new artist. Mm-hmm. You're not sure if guys will understand what you're trying to do. Yeah. You get? Yeah. You're not sure. Because and you, you want the product it, to be appreciated. You understand? Because Raf had the same problem with, with the RK. Mm-hmm. Raf was a typical raga Dance artist. hall. Yeah. Dance hall artist and all. But RK used to suppress him. He's like, no, 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 no. no. Hey, turn it down. Turn it down. <laughs> so, Mike, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying RK did the wrong thing. Okay. Because at that time, RK knew exactly what he was doing. Because at that time, it was just like a new transition. Guys, it's yeah. sort of like a revival. And RK is a genius. Yeah. Oh. One of the Best producer best ever. Producers, me yeah. for me, if you ask me. Yeah. RK, any day. Hey. So, mm-hmm. coming with Hajalishi, it was more of, now, Mike has given us a chance mm-hmm. to be, just be who you are. Mm-hmm. Rap. Yeah. Rap. It makes sense where people are my lines. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. So, when I did Hajalishi, mm-hmm. I was so scared. Mm-hmm. I was so scared. Because I'm like, where do you place this song? It's a gospel song. Yeah. But... I was not sure even you guys would play it. Mm-hmm. 
You get? Yeah. I was not sure. Mm-hmm. And I was not sure if Capital will play it. Because yeah. at that time, Kukwana channels mob. In fact, you guys, secular stations hardly yeah. ever played gospel music. You get before. the point? Yeah. So it was really hard. And my aim was, I want to make sure that these young people mm-hmm. who love this boom, dwarf kind of songs, mm-hmm. to listen to this and they're like, yeah, I want to, we want to jump to this. Yeah. We want to, we want to dance to this kind of mm-hmm. songs. Mm-hmm. And it was a trizex and it worked. It worked very yeah. well, man. Yeah, because I remember, and that song was a, it was a big hit and um, the request from guys, and I thank God at that time I'd already started doing a radio show with Metro FM. Yeah, you were at Metro. You know, which also had a nationwide appeal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Metro was a big So guys, it was like the main station, yeah. bro. <laughs> man, you guys had the, yeah, the, yeah, like yeah, the biggest yeah, yeah. platform ever, man. <laughs> For man, hours, bro. That that was, I, and you see, mm-hmm. you guys had like a cult following. There was. It was, it, a, it was the one place hey. guys could come and listen to hip gospel music. <laughs> we used to wait for that show. You know, you're waiting for the show. And then you get had like a top 10, yeah? Yeah. Like the last hour. We always had a top 10. Uh-huh. Sometimes you had to do a, uh, a top 3 countdown. Yeah. Like no yeah. challenge. Challenge. You know, one picks another song. Yes. Yes. And guys, and those days, guys used to call in. Oh, man. bro. Guys would call in. Till when you close the station at midnight, guys will still continue calling after the show is over. <laughs> man, times uh, have changed. Times man. have changed, man. Completely. But you know, big shout out because um, you have had a huge influence in the gospel industry. Oh, thank God. And even beyond. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, when you when you dropped your first album, was it Son of David? No. No, my first album was Aijalishi. Aijalishi. And my we first. launched it at Kenya National Poly. Kenya Poly. And you're the MC. I was the, I was the DJ. <laughs> Was that the DJ and the MC? You're the MC? That's when he... <laughs> yeah, and Sally. The, the gig was going to flank. Sally. You remember Sally? <laughs> I don't even remember. Sally was... She used, to, she used to be a presenter at another KBC show. <laughs> I, don't, I can't remember the name of that show. No, not Grapevine. I don't know how to even name. I was the hype man. I was the hype man, the the MC. Hype man and everything. <laughs> you and the pocket well, We were few, bro. I know. We, we were few and so we needed to do anything and everything we no, could for each other. For, for me... Uh, you know that moment where everyone asks you, how do you know you've become big? Yeah. The Kenya Poly thing was my first step of discovering who is it to be a superstar. Mm-hmm. I remember Nilokaburo used to live in at that time Nikonashi Maburu, one of the two. So Nikafika Tao. And then Tao, you know, you have to walk across railways and then walk yeah, yeah. to Kenya Poly. Mm-hmm. So while I was going inside, I was going to line. Yeah. I didn't know. Because line was going to Yeah. The queue was going to be the gate. So I didn't know who are the, where are these guys going. So I was going to Because at that time, you know, I took one of these moments that could change costume and all yeah, those bro. things. <laughs> so I'm coming in. Uh-huh. And the most interesting thing was, even those days, mm-hmm. the fans didn't know the artists. They had no, we had very few interactions with them, bro. Apart from them listening to your music. Yeah. So they know your songs. Yeah. But they don't know who you are. Because mm-hmm. I remember me, I was Peter and Peter and I'm just walking past them. Uh-huh. So by the time I got back to the corner, this queue was coming to my event. Hall I was, was so packed, man. It was packed. Yeah. That was 2004. It was crazy. And I was, was like, packed. we can do a gig. Yeah. And guys want to jump to this level. And that's the moment I was like, Okay. And bro, all the artists were there. I mean, we were like yeah, six or seven guys. I know. <laughs> all of us. Sheila was there. Yeah, Sheila was there. I remember Joksi were there. Joksi was there. That was the first time I met MOG. 
Ah yeah. Let me take care Nashville. Yeah, Nashville. Bro, he used to sell Muffins. these muffins. Ni kama ugali man. Ukikula moja udishi kitingine. And he was selling them outside. Mother is this Nash. Nash Nash is one of those guys, eh? Me I think Nash had a very very big impact in my life. Mm-hmm. Like huge impact. Mm-hmm. Because at that time, you know for me I just come from Shags. Mingia Nairobi, nimeingia ghetto. What? Now, nafaka kujipolish. Hauna mabeshte Nairobi. Umenishika. Nafaka kujipolish. Nishatoka ghetto umo, nimeingia buru. Buru na sana nafaka kujipolish, mimi ni msanii. Nafaka I still have so many rough edges, man. Yeah. So gosh, those guys like, oh, and don't say this. Hey, don't do this. You know, gosh was like, hey, hapana, hiyo, eh, na you're going to. Yeah, gosh is a smooth guy. You get it? Yeah. Era kwa babi, ana kwa nisha, eh. Is the first guy kunipeleka is my pizza in my movie ma you understand eh? to understand this place is that kwenda kukula mali now tumeingia wimpi you know those people kwa wimpi national go the first guy kunipeleka those places wow kunionesha how to do things yeah you understand and national kabena go wala kun introduce kwa cologne you know such things they are simple things but yeah. they are very crucial to because by the time guys started to understand who that the ion is when kuna fikini this guy these are polished guy but they didn't understand that mimi nitoka ghetto mm-hmm. what's a ghetto nitoka ocha kwanza nitoka mm-hmm. ocha kwanza kiswahili ni hard at yeah. that moment leave alone english english yeah, is just, english is foreign literally it's foreign at that time you connect with yamluya kabisa kutokeko kabisa perfect so ngaji is like eh hapa hapo siongee eh hapa you know eh? yeah so i i always miss ngash because of that mm. because he's one person is the same one single guy that really had a huge impact on who i am mm-hmm. to be you know they say you are a cultured guy yeah ngash played a very big role to yeah. make sure that owen is do you miss him bro a lot a lot weirdly mm-hmm. i mean there's a time you guys were like inseparable man if you in fact it was like <laughs> if you want to know where the dion is get nashville <laughs> If you don't know where Gangash really is, get that the way. <laughs> you know Gangash, eh? Mm-hmm. I we connected with Gangash to another level. Yeah. Like it was it was you know those brothers who are closer than yeah. Friends who are From closer than brother. brother yeah. So he he was he was one of those guys. Mm-hmm. And I don't know we connected because we really love music. Like mm-hmm. our passion for music was on a different level. Yeah. Gangash really love music. Mm-hmm. Like to a level whereby introduced to to different kind of songs like his song is killer yeah. but ngash anako explain here and like okay he really loves music because I remember the time that alitaka kuwa dj akuja akafanya production at homeboys you know those things. I remember, he yeah. really loved music to to a different level yeah. so we really connected wow. we really connected mm-hmm. and apart from that we connected on on a few things and then we were neighbors now in Brooklyn. yeah so that one now everything even my my influence in other things mm-hmm. came from ngash mm-hmm. When it comes to fashion and all this <laughs> came from us because yeah. me and the gotum say mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But now, dunga evo, dunga evo. Hey, Ngashi used to be man. You understand? Eh? It's significant. It's significant. <laughs> that's him, man. So that's Ngash. Yeah. So Ngash had gone and be dunga evo, dunga evo. So all those things, it was more of now when it comes to culture, yeah. we, we connected deeply with Ngash. Yeah. yeah. I mean, man, like you say, Nashville was, he had a huge influence, man. Huge influence on many people. Yeah. And now, just going back to your music, in, um, I do think, like you said, Dadio and Alia, it's like you have that gift, or God has given you that gift of understanding the times and knowing what people need to do in the space of music. Because uh, when you did uh, when you did Hijalishi, for me it was the first sound we were getting that had that Ogopa DJ sound that young people were jamming to. That was our. That was like. Man, finally, yeah, yeah, and you opened the door for many guys to follow after that because now Mike Sakata, you yeah, know, yeah. He, he linked up with uh, SK, SK Blue, Blue Porcupine. Porcupine, and yeah, so yeah. SK Blue's next, SK Blue's first song was terrible, yeah, I, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was terrible, <laughs> I know, I know. But then the next jam from SK Blue was great, man, crazy. it was yeah. crazy because now they started doing things, uh, so you opened up a door for guys in that space. Then when you got to Randa uh, Randa Randa. Mm -hmm. Systemia Kapungala. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is genius. Because you're mixing Kapuka and Lingala. That song was... Uh, that song was... Uh, I, I normally watch, like, Walema, Akina Kanye West when they're doing their interviews. Right? Yeah. And then you listen to them saying, there's a song you can have in your mind and you explain to a producer and they don't get it. So Kapungala was one, one of those songs. Mm -hmm. I tried that song with uh, BZB. It didn't work. Ali Ali has a project I tried with another producer oh. again. Mm -hmm. It didn't work. Mm -hmm. So one day, I went to a laureate. Mm -hmm. At that time, I knew, I knew Dr. Eddie. Mm -hmm. Through, he used to be producer of Lady B. Lady B at that time had a studio yeah. in Buru. Mm -hmm. And she used to live in Dubai at that time. She was playing for Kinabilenge music and all that. Mm -hmm. So, meeting... Dr. Eddie, mm -hmm. we had like, because you see, long time ago, studios were per hour. Mm -hmm. You book a studio for a session hour, for an hour, yeah. For an hour. There were a few studios, man. You understand? Yeah. So it's really hard even for you to explain to the producer what you want. Mm -hmm. You get it? Eh? Mm -hmm. So most of the time, it was more of the producer has already made the track. Yeah. So you come to jump to the track. There's no moment whereby oh. you create a song. Just you go work on an already made yeah. track. Like, all my songs were like that. Mm -hmm. So it was more of, this is a track. Shininga Kenya nimepewa. This is a track. Imetengenezwa. You get it? Yeah. Amuka kumekucha ini track. Imetengenezwa. Nimepewa. So you you have to go and write. Yeah. You go with this at home. So you go with the instrumental write. at home and start working. Write. Mm -hmm. And then come for the session the next day or yeah. after a week or when, you, when you're ready. Mm -hmm. But now, I was like, I want to be that artist who I can sit down with the producer and tell the producer, no, I don't want this. I want this. Mm. Let's change this kick. Yeah. Let's change this pattern. Mm -hmm. So, I didn't know that in music there are so many elements. There's an author, there's a arranger, there's, there's a, a producer, yeah. there's publisher. Yeah. You understand? Mm -hmm. So, I didn't know all those things. Yeah. And I didn't know an arranger plays a very big role. Mm -hmm. Because as musicians, most of the time, yeah. we used to go to studio knowing that for me, I'm just a performer. Mm -hmm. I'm going to perform. You know, singing is yeah. performing. Mm -hmm. So I'm just a performer. So I'm just perform on the track and I go. Mm -hmm. 
then you leave it to the producer to do all those things mastering engineering you leave it to them yeah but i was one of those first artists who was who was like no no i want to be involved with my i project. want to be involved with yeah mm. so i remember looking back i feel even cannabis didn't understand why is this guy being like this yeah you understand you're too much in our space man <laughs> you get yeah and you can't blame them because it was it was it was not done that way. yeah it was not the norm it was not the norm yeah so i i told uh, dr edi let's sit down mm-hmm. let's make this beat mm-hmm. i want this beat to start like this mm-hmm. i can make beat i don't want that kick remove that kick it's yeah like, producer i'm like no, no i don't want that kick change it yeah So at that moment I knew the style that was everyone was jumping jumping to mm-hmm. was kapoka. Yeah. But my influence from the songs I used to listen to when my, I was young through mm-hmm. my dad yeah. were more lingala songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like why can't I merge the thing the two because I knew if I come up with a lingala tune at that moment it will ingeka very old school yeah. because wanakosha toka hizo vitu za washa toka kwa hizo you understand that's in okay yeah to sukuza and all that she's in okay because right now everyone is jamming to kapuka puka so i told dr edi now can we match the two he's like that's impossible the guy's like no no we can mm-hmm. he's like even the dj's will complain yeah nika mzo why akanambia because the bpm is different man <laughs> because the song starts at like 105 beats <laughs> per minute then by the time it gets to the climax and it gets to nika like it's up to 112 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> So the guys like no even the DJs will complain. I'm like let them complain. Yeah. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But let's try something different. Yeah. If we don't try it who we? Yes. So I decided uh-huh. to, to to try Kapungala from the yani from the yani my friend we slept we, we did a trance night recording for that mm-hmm. making a beat. Yeah. Just making the beat. The whole writing I I I just making the beat. Mm-hmm. And The moment I finish like this is one of those songs you know those moments that you always say I think this is the the most genius thing I've ever done or the is the stupidest, stupidest thing <laughs> <laughs> so I was in that place I'm like one day I wake up and I'm like hey this is genius the next day I'm like hey this is stupid yeah. man. this is so stupid because Lucas one thing Lucas told, taught me yeah, mm-hmm. when the first time I met Lucas he taught me and he was like If you want to know you, you you've created something that is Lucas is Ogopa, Ogopa yeah mm-hmm. it was like if you want to know that a tune is really good mm-hmm. record it on the phone mm-hmm. then when you wake up in the morning the first thing you do mm-hmm. listen to that tune in the morning the first thing before you listen to anything else listen to that tune yeah if it makes sense it's a good thing mm-hmm. if it doesn't make sense it's just drop it <laughs> so i used to go with it so yeah. every day i used to wake up in the morning i'm like hey this song is genius but i'm like hey so thanks in jugush mm-hmm. Ndugu is one one of those guys mm-hmm. before anyone else mm-hmm. who made me feel because when I played to him it was like what oh, what man. but sometimes you know you meet your friends who, who are just gassing yeah. Oh, like, yeah they're just hyping you for yeah, no reason you get that? yeah but Ndugu was like wow wow this is amazing so when he played no nika kwa confidence about the song yeah me I didn't have confidence about that song because mm-hmm. I was not so sure mm-hmm. I was not so sure yeah but one thing I knew is If Kapungala it a make mm-hmm. to bina win. I was so sure about that. Had If Kapungala f- flopped, yeah. you got to be it a flop. By the time you were dropping <clears throat> Kapungala, Aranda uh, Randa, mm-hmm. had you also recorded uh Kupe? Tobina. Yeah. Tobina. So you recorded I've done a full the whole album. album. Yeah, yeah, with Kinalana Aranda, we've done Kerero. Yeah, yeah. We've done all those things. We've done uh, I took the guys Kera. here from here, mm-hmm. Nikopeleka LD. 
Hera, Danko, Ngash, Alanaron, Tukendeli. Wow. Yeah. It was a, it was a, and I think that's the difference because the moment you work on, on a project, mm-hmm. like you're really into it. I always tell guys, music is very jealous. Yeah. Music, music is, is, is like, is like your wife. Music is like your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. If you don't give it time. Yeah. You're like, hey, bro. Forget, forget about me. Yeah. Mm. Music can happen. Huh? Wow. Attention. Mm-hmm. The more attention you put on your songs, mm-hmm. the more attention you put on your music, the more you say, this is a project, I want to go somewhere in the all those things, it happens. Mm-hmm. The more you say, for the next like three years, I want to release like three albums, mm-hmm. it works. Mm-hmm. But the more you're like, I'm just doing it partially, yeah, I'm kind just... of funny, is music is like that. Wow. Music is very jealous. Mm-hmm. So that's why, unfortunately or fortunately, mm-hmm. I don't know which one is... <laughs> which one applies here? I don't know which one applies here. Uh-huh. Mostly when guys get married, mm-hmm. they dip in their music. Because they stop focusing on their music. Yeah. They dip. Yeah. They dip. I don't know why like, though. It, but yeah. That, you have to make this... If music is your career... Bro, music is jealous. And I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> I've witnessed. Music is jealous. Or the moment a guy says, I'm working in an office, and then... It never works. It never works. Never. You have to give it your all. You have to give it your all. The moment you say, I'm into this. Mm. I want to make this work. Mm-hmm. I want to do tours. Mm-hmm. I want to do photo shoots. Mm-hmm. I want to do interviews. I want to go recordings. I want to do collabs. I want to do music videos. Mm-hmm. Bro, the moment you are in that space, it works. The moment you just mix it with something else. It doesn't. It doesn't. So like now, um, with Randa Randa, uh, with System Kapungala, which is going to be your defining album. Yeah. When you look at where you were before that mm-hmm. and what happened after that, mm-hmm. were you prepared for what was coming your way? No. No. Because remember at that time, mm-hmm. <laughs> at that time, the trend was mm-hmm. if you become big, mm-hmm. you go to the States. Yeah. So everyone went to the States. Mm-hmm. I remember SK Blue. Everyone went to the States. Yeah. Gospel Fathers. When, the idea Mziki, when, when Funi Wambao was big, these guys went to the States. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. that was a blessing in disguise for me. For you, yeah. When they went, I was the only artist now who yeah. in the country. <laughs> guys, we have a gig. Who can we call? Dadioen. <laughs> 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 birthday, I remember even I went to UG one day and I performed Funi Wambao. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah, I, I, I performed. You know those days guys didn't know who, because you know when your mom even at that time they didn't have a video. Do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> Me, I've performed like I've performed like Zaidi Amziki, I've performed like Rafton. I've done a gig. They don't know who he is. I've done a gig in a university. Hey. Raf was in the States. <laughs> I picked the phone. They called me for a gig. They told me draft. I just nikava kofia paka apa nikava kofia paka na funiga paka upo. Nikava kofia nikava ngo bagile. I just look big. Nikanga said, I did a show na nikatoka na nikaenda. The guys thought draft on us. Hey, draft on us. Kill it today, man. I'm a kill. I can't recall. I took confidence up. I call low. Like it's out of fanyaji. Because you know Rafa lukwanga in a chat. Oh, yeah. Brother, man. At that time, like, wabado. You know what I mean? So, I've done it. What? So, when when the guys... The trend was everyone at that time, for you to su- succeed, the moment you just become big, you go you to fly the, out. You yeah. fly out to the States. Mm. You understand? Yeah. And for me, I was like, I was one of those artists. At that time, I was like, how come it's day to a gig? Mm. But God was preparing me. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. I'm really glad you didn't go. Yeah. 
I didn't know because for me I was so if you got a point pack I'm calling guys abroad and I'm in Nita the guys are like cuz cuz you see after Hajalishi mm-hmm. it's like I took another dip mm-hmm. but you had a whole you had two albums bro you see what people don't understand is eh? my first album did very well mm-hmm. you understand yeah eh? because it had Ajelishi it had Amka Kumekucha it mm-hmm. had Hindi Vita Hindi yeah. Fire it had Shilingi ya Kenya it had good songs <laughs> you understand mm-hmm. eh? then from there you did Son of David Son of Son of Man Son of Man sorry I took long before I did Son of Man yeah but that was a double when you released you dropped the video videos and and it was the first time this was being done now again I tried out something and it didn't work for us in the industry it worked I was but like this the, is amazing. Yes, it was genius. You buy one coin king like that case yeah. for a DVD. Yes, it was genius, but it was ahead of its time. <laughs> so it didn't work. For you. <laughs> you know this is the thing that people don't understand. You don't know. So for me it didn't work. What? Yeah, yeah, it didn't work. Because to ask bro, artists, one demo was there. Bro. You know Akina Wandem? It's really hard for someone to call you for a show without oh, with this oh. massive crew. <laughs> <laughs> not of that yeah. bro you know you know there are songs you yeah. release like a supplementary song yeah. but there are songs which are like a title song yeah. so one day one day in one of those songs even in today see kina na kumanga ngoma ya dadio i mean because we go wing it was a crew you had the entire, entire mas- what do you call the crew uh, gideon's army gideon's army yeah. you had the entire gideon's, yeah, gideon's army. army but are you getting my point yeah. it's more of a crude thing mm-hmm. than an individual thing yeah it's like when people think about Gideon's I mean at that time they remember oh the Leon is in Gideon I mean yeah. Leonzisha but guys are like oh because at that time now you are paving way like in a verbal so yeah. in a verbal are the one who ripped off hey. the fruits from Gideon's army kid, more than us that kid stood out on that jump you understand oh, my point oh my gosh <laughs> you get my point yeah. yeah so there are songs other people in the industry are like hey this is a good song it did well but for you you know very well it didn't this do. album was and you invested a lot in it man that album and I'm, but you had songs like mungu baba yeah yeah no that one was for kapungala that was, that was after hafungi macho hafungi macho was after hafungi macho was in kapungala i'm telling you son of no, man. man i'm telling you the son of man had a kinapilka pilka 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 yeah. yeah but you see those are songs that to all the gospel DJs in the industry you understand <laughs> yeah. these are songs that that just okay. songs to maintain your you. brand and all that yeah. but they're not monster hits mm. mm-hmm. they're not monster hits yeah. even one them became a monster hit after yeah when now i became bigger mm-hmm. with kapungala mm-hmm. so i used to perform one them mm-hmm. most of the time yeah because you know that son of man had i don't know yeah oh, oh. My, so know. these songs yeah. are, are just more of supplementary songs but mm-hmm. you can't say these are big that yeah. own songs I agree okay you get my I point see, yeah? I see where you come from now. and mm-hmm. but time I released the album people didn't understand people didn't understand it it didn't kill you it didn't hurt you that this album was not performing well let you had invested I mean it's the first time bro you releasing bro, a DVD bro it was you tough. know remember how bro, hard it was to do bro it was tough I cannot lie to you it was really tough for me it was really tough Because I remember even going to LD mm-hmm. I was like in that space of depression a bit what yeah going to LD was more of me going to unwind like you're going I, for therapy yeah 
that's where I met Dr. Eddie. But yeah. I was not going to Eddie to do anything. It was just more of, I'm just going there to unwind. Because at that time, Ole Willie used to live in yeah. So I just went to visit Ole Willie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me just chill out and figure out my life now. Mm. Yeah. Because son of man, it was a genius idea. But I always feel like it was ahead of its time. Mm. Yeah. Because um, of that is when now guys started doing DVDs. It was ahead of its time. Bro, I'm telling mm. you because, um, like you're saying, when I really... Because you gave me the DVD. Mm. You gave me the uh, the CD and the DVD. Mm. And I was like, this is this is next level, bro. Bro, it was. This I is next level. It was. And at that time, knowing that for us guys, you know, who are DJs and, you know, DJing gospel music videos are just high coming up yeah. at that time. Yeah. It was a huge blessing to us because like, finally, we have more good music that we can be able to DJ for guys' videos bro, do now. You know, doing videos, how doing videos was hard. I, that's why I'm like, doing videos. It must have hurt you big time if this thing bro, did not pick up. It was hard. It was hard. It was really, really hard. You see, the songs became bigger after now. Kapungala. Yeah. Kapungala, I guess, like you said. Yes. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't do Kapungala immediately after, mm-hmm. that would be like one of the biggest flops. Financially <laughs> for you, how was yeah, it? Yeah, it was real tough. It was really hard. It was really, really hard. Because it's more of like the success of Hajalishi. I invested like all of it mm-hmm. in Son of Man. Yeah. I mean, that's... What's supposed to happen? Like then invest, use the money to invest in the next project. Then it didn't work. <laughs> What's the, what is the lesson for you, man? Uh, um, in hindsight, like I always have this conversation, yeah. Mm-hmm. With uh, let me use this example, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I did restaurant, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a restaurant, and I used to tell guys because I have a passion for restaurants and all those things, mm-hmm. and I used to tell guys. The first people who came to Kenya with the coffee culture mm-hmm. didn't make money. Mm-hmm. They used to be called what? Before Java, there was... Domans. Domans. Yeah. Domans, they didn't penetrate the market. Mm-hmm. Not because they had a bad product. No. They were just ahead of their time. Yeah. But they morphed from now selling the drink drinks to the beans and the yeah coffee itself mm-hmm. but now if 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 you start a discussion right now about the coffee culture mm-hmm. no one remembers domans no. everyone thinks about java yeah. and all these other restaurants they made drinking coffee cool yeah so sometimes there are things you can do in this world that you're ahead of your time yeah ahead of your time mm-hmm. so at that moment you'll feel disappointed but looking back you always feel like you get the content, you get the satisfaction yes. of what you did. Yes, because I tried it. But when you were going through it, it's painful. It's painful. It's really painful. It's really painful. And then I always feel like for you to be for you to be a genius, yeah. you must be in that space of trying out things that don't exist. Yeah. You can't do what everybody else is yes. doing. Otherwise, you're just yes. walking the beaten path. Yes. Mm. So in my career, there are moments it worked, mm-hmm. the moments it didn't work. Yeah. Fast forward, I was the f- one of those first artists to agree that I can sit down with my fellow artists to write for me a song. <laughs> it was not a norm. No. Guys just feel like if someone writes a song for you, where will Meisha will yeah. But I sat down with Pitson. Which and song we, was that? Vanity. Vanity. That was such a nice song. Are you getting my point? Yeah, yeah. It was something like, guys are like, why? Mm. And it's the first time 
I remember again when the song was coming out, yeah. it's clearly written yeah, yeah. by Pizza. Yeah, yeah. Guys used to have ghostwriters. <laughs> you never want to credit yeah. them. Yeah. When I was the first guy, I was like, Pizza, I'll write it there. Yeah. Written by Pizza. You get my point? I get your point. Yeah. Yeah. So when I did that, mm-hmm. I remember even the video videographer was asking me, hey, Monica Jinaki. Sita kuchomea bro. Yeah. Sita kuchomea bro. What does she know? Bro, that's why we're going to do it. But I always believe for you to be a genius about something, you have to be like a twist kidogo. Mm. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. 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 Even can... right now. Mm-hmm. The album I'm recording right now. Bro, I'm so scared. <laughs> 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 I'm so scared. I'm like, well, bro, you can be a genius. I can't wait to listen to you, bro. I can be a genius. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you just said I was ahead of my time. <laughs> It's going to make sense 10 years later. <laughs> Is my son will understand it. So you like the Troy Studio. I don't produce and be oh man. Yeah. But now what do we do? Yeah, but you have to be creative, man. So you go ahead record uh system ya Kapungala. Man, that album bro, the songs that were in it. Timeless treasures. There was a season I think God allowed us to go through mm-hmm. when they Diamziki released their album uh Fundi Wambao. No, the album was That one was Diamziki. Oh, no, the group called, was Diamziki. The album was called what? It was not called Fundi Wambao. No, no, no. It was called Watetezo Kizazi Chetu or uh, something of the sort. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, it's been so long. <laughs> But I was saying, you know, there's that generation where, where we went through where Zaidi Amziki dropped their album Juliani in 2007 started dropping albums and then in 2008 released Mentality mm-hmm. which is an amazing album mm-hmm. and then you know One you came out oh bro to date then but you, for me sorry if you ask me on. one of the best album that I, i i always feel like i need to have it like a collector's item uh-huh. gospel fathers the first cinema hey. ah. do you have it no, i don't have it man I'll hook you up ah, bro <laughs> hey. that album cinema is one of those things Day. i always feel like It's a collector's item. That one was ahead of its time. Yeah. True. That one was ahead of its true. time, bro. True, true, true. So you've come in into that space where now slowly by slowly gospel music is picking up. Guys are starting to recognize like in the Giuliani A-stars coming from yeah. a hip hop sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you call what? Because who is the light? It's a the other crew. Oh, hip hop. Hip hop. Yeah, yeah, that's it, man. And chit chat. <laughs> yeah, chit chat. <laughs> <laughs> But Randa Randa yeah, yeah. was a game changer in the gospel circles. Yeah. Because it was that song that you doubted, wondering if it's genius or if it's stupid, yeah. if it's the most stupidest yeah. thing that you've done, yeah. ended up broke completely, changing it to date. Yeah. It's one, it's still one of the most, actually, mm-hmm. from that album, like Kerero, mm-hmm. uh, Tobina, mm-hmm. Sistemia uh, and Randa Randa, mm-hmm. some of the most popular songs to date yeah. that you can play where kids will still sing it yeah. and adults will still sing it. Yeah. I mean, there's a fame that came with it. Yeah. Bro, I remember in the Groove Awards that year. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. Bro, you won Central Song of the Year. <laughs> I remember, I told guys, the only thing remaining for me to win is now Female Artist of the Year because I won yes. everything, man. <laughs> And for Female Artist Song of the Year, you had that song, that album, that you, song that you did with all the ladies. <laughs> That's another thing. I tried out something and I was so scared. RK can, can attest to this. What? Bro, you know, I've just come from Mama's. Mm. Just one mama. Yeah. Tobina, 
you know, topping a song like Tobina is like next to impossible. Mm-hmm. How do you top a song like Tobina? Bro, Tobina. How do you top a song like Tobina? How do you top winning mamas? Because mamas are like the Kenyan, the African no, Grammys. No, it was the African Grammys. You understand? Yeah. So how do you top up that? And, I'm and like, you, did not, you did not win at a male gospel artist of the no, year. No, 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 no. It was male artist of the year, period. It's over. Bro, bro, you were ahead of... Who, who else was competing with you at that time? I, there were so many guys. Because I remember even flying from here, mm-hmm. from here going to Lagos, yeah. you were with Diamond. Mm-hmm. We were with the Vanessa Mde. Yeah. We were with the Kina Reddy and Weasel. We were yeah. with the Kina... Was Fali not Was Fali, Fali not was in there. Fali, Fali was there. And that's when Akina Fali was like... Sakodia was there. All these guys are there. What? So, me coming from Nigeria, my first worry was, <clears throat> what am I going to release next? Bro, I'm, I'm like... Now there's pressure for you. Yeah, because everyone is celebrating. But for me, I'm like, what next? What next, bro? What next? I had so many songs, but I was like, no, what next? What is this one thing you can do that is very genius? Yeah. That guys will be like, wow, that yeah. was brilliant. Because you've you're the male artist of the year. You understand? Yeah. So I went at Arcade's and Arcade, bro, I have this idea. Arcade's like, what's the idea? I was like, I want to do a collab with top female artists. But all of them should sing in their own native Mother language. Tongue, yeah. yeah. And we should get guys from different regions. Yeah. So I like, yeah. I had Esther Home. I had Emi Kosge, Jackie Kotira. Yeah. I had uh, Nanji. I had ah, this chick yeah. from Mombasa. All these chicks. Yeah. Masha Mapenzi. And mm. all of them, they are singing their mother tongue. And for me, what I'm doing, I'll just do a chorus. And bro, the video. And that's it. Bro, the video at that time, at that time, I spent more than 1.2 million. Eh? Yeah. That's 2011. 1.2. One, more than, more than 1.2. Because you were, did you shoot the video in different places? Yeah. Parts of the country? Yeah. And you had to take this whole crew? Yeah. High equipment? Yeah. 1.2 mic? Yeah. At that time. Not now. At that time. I mean, if you relate to that today, it's like five It's crazy. Eight. Yeah. It mm. was, that video was, just doing that video. Leave alone that. You know, the last part now, I had like the band, the prisons band. Ah, yeah, with the salute. And I, those days you had to get a permit from city council yeah. to do it in the streets of Nairobi. Yeah. So try to imagine all those guys paying all those guys doing, it was crazy. How much do you spend with salute? The video? Yeah. I'm saying the video was like 1.2 million. And what about the other one for the ladies? This is the salute. Maybe I call it, oh, it was salute. Yeah, yes. Was salute. What am I saying? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it I was saying it was two different songs. No, it was it was yeah, 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 bro. Mm. So it was crazy, bro. It was, that was I, genius. And I was like, man. I had to do it. And when it came out like this, it won everything. <laughs> and no one could even dispute the fact that I just had beef with you, bro. <laughs> and guys are like, this is genius. This is crazy. This is crazy. Yeah. Aya, now, how do you top Saluti? I remember that morning when we played, when I played that song on, I don't know if you remember, mm-hmm. on Rauka. Mm-hmm. I played it four times yeah, that morning. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I was traveling, see, I was going where? And then I used to see guys on Twitter, hey, 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 hey. Four times. <laughs> the first song, mm-hmm. we're playing a song on repeat. Yeah. And everyone, I, including the producers in the studio, the director, they're like, Ikosawa, Chesa Tutena. Bro. No one could argue. Bro. Salute was crazy. Salute. And you know, mm-hmm. the most craziest part was, eh? After we, we, we did the video to Kamaliza. Mm-hmm. The first cut, I was not impressed with it. 
we argued, man. With Mike Sakata. Yeah. We argued, bro. Because, you know, the worst thing about a musician, mm-hmm. you always have a picture of what you want. Yeah. Problem can also be, mm-hmm. you're not good. You don't know how to speak it out. Yeah. And, and you're not clear, yeah, how to articulate it. Yes. How to articulate it to, mm. to the next person, to your producer or to your video director. or So, yeah. you there's always this, a big gap in between. Mm-hmm of what you want, what mm-hmm. you expected, mm-hmm. and what he thought you wanted. Mm-hmm. So you'd always fight in between. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes it's your mistake. Yeah, yeah. You've, not, you've not communicated yeah. clearly. This is where you want, yeah. want us to go. So we had an issue, man. Yeah. It was not coming out clearly that I wanted. It was not the best thing I wanted. <laughs> but we had to go back and edit again. Escape Blue is very patient because at that time they had started the yeah. media. So mm. we, we did a meeting. Hey, Man, it was tough. Oh, but eventually it came out the way it came. Did you did you make your money back? Yeah, salute man. Salute. Ah, salute was a man. Salute. Salute. Ah, salute was a was a different monster. You know those monsters that you're like, this, this, this is crazy. Salute was just a, on a different level. That's amazing, man. Pressure again was now out of salute. How do you talk it up? Yeah. Mbona. With the with uh they know. They know. No, that's another issue because <clears throat> I was like. I have an idea to talk about social injustice. Yeah. yeah. But <coughs> I'm not a Bonifaz Mwangi. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a <laughs> not <laughs> you know, that sorry. radical guy like Boni. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boni is my very good friend, but now he's Boni tell you to the guru of the parliament. He is a different guy. So I was like, okay. Uh, how do I do it? I did a song with Deno. I met Deno at Rauka. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I met yeah, Deno yeah. at Rauka. Mm-hmm. And he was like, hey, that you I've heard about you. I love your songs. You're my mentor. Come back here, sir. So. You that, met him when he was in high school? Yeah. At Thicker School for the Blind, yes. they had come to. To the studio. To the studio to sing about yeah, yeah. you don't know what. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's I when I met that. Yeah. That's when I met him. So wow. after that, mm-hmm. the guy was like, I want us to do a collabo. But at that moment, I was shying off from collabos. Mm-hmm. Because if you got a point now, it's like the collabs are defining you, you're dying to yourself. <laughs> Living on that, <clears throat> even the artists are actually complaining. Mm-hmm. Hey, Owen is making more money than oh, us. Yeah. Now Owen is just ripping us off. Owen is the one who's becoming popular, popular and all that. But I always say, that's a conversation that please remind me we need to have. We need, we're going to go back to that in one more. Yeah. We need to have that conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so. I took like two years. They're not just calling me. Hey, Tuafanya. Like two years. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I'm mm-hmm. thinking about it. Then I agreed to do it. So when we did it, I was just like, I want a crazy video. I want a, a, a video that explains exactly what's happening in the song yeah. and exactly what's happening in the society. Because I wrote the whole song. Mm-hmm. You know, just wrote his part. But the whole song, I was like, I knew exactly what I want to, I want to say. Mm-hmm. So when we were doing the video, I was like, okay, now this is a video I've done with Ogopa. Mm. I'm like, what is a genius way to launch this video? I don't know if you remember. Mm-hmm. Did you remember when Bona was launched? Did you, where did you launch it? Bona, I gave every director and I told them, make sure we launch this song at the, at same, 11, time. At the yes. same time in all TV stations. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, man. And I remember that day, mm-hmm. I was with Njugush. I don't know where we were going. Mm-hmm. Was it to your shags? I don't know, because I was in the studio. <laughs> no, 
Where was I going? We were in Jugush. I remember very well because I remember we stopped with Jugush mm-hmm. at uh, Tuskies, Yathika. Mm-hmm. Njele place on Zonga yeah. Ma TV. Yeah. We stopped there to confirm, like, come here to TV. Put every channel on a different wow. TV session. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's how we launched Mbona. And it was, wow, guys were like, there's a genius way oh, to launch wow. a song. Because if you flip every TV channel was playing the same song at and, the same time. And RK's touch on that song. Oh, we don't understand. You know, RK is a genius. Let me tell you something. The instrumental mm-hmm. was made by a guy called Dili. Dili. Mm-hmm. But I knew Dili cannot execute the song. RK has... Bro, RK knows how to arrange voices. Now, that's the thing. Now, now you're talking. Sounds like Dili. Because those days, it was really hard to tell a, yeah. a producer, to now I want this track to go and work with this guy. It was, it was next to impossible. Mm. So I had to convince Dili. Yeah. Dili, I want to go to, to work at RK's. Dili's like, it's fine. Let's go. And RK was like, hey, you're coming with Dili. It's fine. Come with Dili. So I had Dili and RK yeah. in the same studio. And then now looking for backup artists. Now yeah, we had yeah, like, yeah. you know, I think Mbona has like in a soki. I don't know. There, there are so many people in that song. But well, there's this one voice <laughs> that you did a song with from your first album. Uh, Yesu. Uh-huh. What was the name? Who did your chorus for Yesu? Sheila. Yes, Sheila. 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 Sheila is in the, vo- in That's the song. That's it. Uh, her Sheila voice. Is, Sheila, Sheila is in the song. Yeah. Her <laughs> voice stands out, man. <laughs> Sheila is in the song. Sheila, among us, all the artists I've worked with, mm-hmm. I always feel comfortable in studio with Sheila mm-hmm. and Danko. But Sheila was like, you know, Danko is boys. Yeah? yeah. But Sheila is one of those f- few artists who, I don't know what is it about her, mm-hmm. but I used to feel very comfortable in studio with her. I mean, bro, but hands down, yeah. ridiculously gifted. Yeah. yeah. Be- and, and she's okay playing the BGV. Mm-hmm. That's the crazy thing. Because mm-hmm. I've never listened to her, a song that she's done alone. She's done. I mean, she works with Kidum a lot. I'm saying that, that's another conversation that we need to have about collabs. <laughs> <laughs> now we need to go back to the one for Deno um, a bit later. But I want to ask you, what did what did fame do for you? What are the positives or what's a negative that you can say that this was? If if I look back, eh, mm. I always feel like I wish I was, I was more bold. Mm. I was always bold in studio and all that. Mm-hmm. But expressing myself and doing other things, I was mm-hmm. not bold enough. Mm-hmm. And then if you look back, I always say, for me, I always say, I feel I wish I got married early. Mm-hmm. I wish. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Uh, number one, of course, having kids early for me, I always believe is the best thing. Yeah. Because you grow up with your kids mm-hmm. and then you can play ball and all these things with yeah. your kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The more you grow older, it's it's technical. Yeah. Very it's a different You're setting your ways. Together. Yeah. Mm. So I wish I got my kids those days when I was still before Kapungala mm. or around that time. Mm-hmm. I wish. Mm-hmm. I wish I got married at that time. Mm-hmm. And uh because if I look back, what was I, what was I really waiting for? Because yeah. you always feel like there's something you're waiting for to happen. But exactly what was it I was waiting for? Mm-hmm. I can't see what I was waiting for. Yeah. So one of my biggest regrets is that. I mm-hmm. wish I got married early. Mm-hmm. But with fame, mm-hmm. 
now you are so busy with other things you always push back the issues about marriage yeah, yeah, settling and down, kids yeah, yeah and mm. settling down and you are so engulfing this you understand mm. the whole balloons yeah. and the fames and the, the how do you deal with all these women because you know yeah, here yeah. you are you're no longer the girl who Nashville used to tell you give me a point he, yeah you give me a point yeah, yeah. And, and, and now the confusion becomes bigger i mean you have all these beautiful girls who are surrounding oh, you oh man it was so and uh, this 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 one fight we, i always have with my friends mm-hmm. they always say oh you always speak from a place of privilege because for you it's available yeah. all these things are just available for mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. so it was really hard to level up by you couldn't look at women as precious mm-hmm. as something that you you've worked for mm-hmm. because the owen i mean they're here yeah they're falling for you left right and center mm. you get my point so silazim you don't have to work hard kukatia dem yes so the the the, the mm-hmm. thought of kwenda kukatia dem mm-hmm. is not even in your mind mm-hmm. because they're too available <laughs> bro <laughs> bro <laughs> bro it's not a challenge <laughs> and you see for me i live in in a world where by my friends always say Oh, and something is no challenge don't, don't even call him yeah. because for me i always believe i must challenge myself yeah. something must be challenging mm. because at the end of it mm-hmm. i always want to feel like i have achieved something you've conquered i've something. conquered yeah 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 i've conquered yeah. i conquered this territory mm-hmm. yeah so if the territory there's nothing to conquer mm-hmm. why am i even yeah. struggling to go to that territory yeah wow so that was my biggest if and i think it even affected my perception about women yeah how i look at women because mm-hmm. after that i got married and even right now with everything that happened mm-hmm. i'm still in that space whereby i'm like you do see you f- i mean no hurry yeah do you feel like you need to settle lama your you easy no, it's the same feeling yeah. you feel like you need to settle but you're like it's not a challenge yeah do you th- do you feel like <laughs> You know you feel like it's not a challenge anymore because I I I I feel like if I want to get in and I'll get I hear and you, so you don't feel like um like you need to work hard you get yeah, yeah. do you, do you feel like they, if a lady is coming for you they're coming because it's it's daddyo and do you ever wonder you love it do you love me for who I am that's another thing or do you love me for and that's the issue who daddyo and that's is. the issue yeah because all of them will come the same narrative but whether they like it or not it has played a role yeah yeah it has yeah. played a role yeah. or even if they don't know you mm-hmm. eventually when they discover that thing mm-hmm. they become softer yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know you can you can go I've travel mm-hmm. I've gone to different countries now yeah. the last thing about the social media so you meet a lady maybe start vibing and then the first thing they ask you what's your handle and then you give them your handle and then they look and they're like oh, oh. You get my point. Yeah. So ah, uh, it kills it. Cha- yeah. It changes dynamics. It changes dynamics. So they don't look at you or treat you like Yeah. So you never and then considering how and what happened, you're like your guard is up. Yeah. Your guard is really yeah. really up. And it's sometimes these are the I always say sometimes these are the disadvantages of being who you are sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. People people I see everyone trying to be very famous and yeah. I always look at them and I'm like You don't know how or what it can do to you. You don't. Yeah, know. people people long and they crave to be. I look at them and I'm like, "Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness." 
You don't for know me, what you're asking it, it for. It figured a point, the fame was too much, Parker. I had to try to be incognito. Mm. You can't you can't just go into places. It, it became, I don't know. You can't be yourself. Yeah, you can't be yourself. Mm-hmm. It's eating you up. It's crazy. Femme is not a joke, man. Yeah. Femme is a monster. You have to feed it. Wow. If you don't feed it one day, it'll eat you up. Man, and people are willing to do anything and everything it to, eat be, you up. to get famous. You have to feed it. Yeah. Feed it, Kabisa. So music is jealous. Femme is, Femme is a monster. Oh, it's a monster, bro. You feed it a rabbit, tomorrow it wants a cat. You feed it a cat, tomorrow it wants a dog. You feed it a dog, tomorrow it wants a lion. You feed it a lion, tomorrow it wants a hey, like, I want something big like you. It will eat you up. Wow. It will eat you up. That's a very good place to put into perspective. Yeah. So, um, going back to the story earlier, they were talking about, um, like now the story with Deno. And um, uh, I remember like now, our young brother came up with a story and, you know, he he made such a big deal out of yeah. it. And I don't think, I do not think it was fair and he yeah. handled it right. Yeah. Uh, what is the drama there now? And how has it been with Deno? You know, I've never, I've never spoken about this thing. Mm. Because it's one of those things that you do it with your conscience very straight. Yeah. And uh, out of real love. You know those things you do it with, with real love. You're yeah. Like, I really want to help this young man. Mm. And then he's a, he's a fantastic guy. Yeah. Even last, I think two weeks ago, we went to perform at his concert with, with Kambo. He was celebrating 10 years in the industry. Oh, so we went there and, and we did a very good show. It was an amazing show in Rongai. Mm-hmm. So... You can tell he's he has a pure heart. Mm. But at the same time, if if you're mature enough, you can tell he's a young guy who listens to different voices. Yeah. And he was influenced to say what he what, what he, he wanted to say and he said it. Mm-hmm. But if we have a different, like a, a different setup of uh, uh, whereby you can have a different conversation with him, mm-hmm. like a real, real conversation with him, yeah. He he'll discover he, he messed up something. Yeah. Because he even called me and he told me, oh, I'm so sorry for what happened. But I was like, it's okay. You live and learn. Yeah. Because this is a real scenario. Mm. I've never shared it anywhere. Mm-hmm. By the time I met Deno, mm-hmm. I was like the top Kenyan artist. Mm. By the time I met, I yeah. met Deno. Mm-hmm. Because remember, I've told you about Salute all yeah. these songs. Mm-hmm. Then there was this award ceremony mm-hmm. that guys wanted to revive it. Mm-hmm. It was called Kisima Awards. Yes. So Kisima Awards, mm-hmm. they wanted to revive it with a bang and all that. Mm-hmm. Because it was a big award, then it disappeared somewhere and then kind of groove came. So Kisima was like, I want to. MCSK was like all the music societies, I'm a groups in, in the country wanted to revive Kisima Awards. Mm-hmm. So they decided uh, to make it more revamped and everything. Mm-hmm. We need to put like a mon- monetary reward to it. Yeah. So there was a category called, I think, Artists of the Year. Mm-hmm. So it was like a guy who wins Artists of the Year mm-hmm. will go home with two million Kenya shillings. Wow. Okay. That's good mula. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> what happened was, at that time, I think it was me and Nonini who were top artists. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Kisima was not like a gospel award. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. a secular award. Mm-hmm. So, at that time, it was me and Nonini who were the, the biggest artists. At that time, yeah. Yeah. And Maku, even at that time, 
I'd just released Bona. Mm-hmm. It was not even a big hit. Yeah. You know, so a song takes like three months for it to become a monster. Mm-hmm. So at that time, I'd just released Bona. Yeah. You get, yeah? Mm-hmm. So, and I remember that night, they wanted me to perform, I think, Kapungala at Kisimawas. But I was like, no. For me, I saw it as an opportunity to push mm-hmm. my new song. Yeah, Mbona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I told the organizer, no, just give me a chance to perform Mbona. Mm-hmm. And Mbona had this effect. Oh, man. You understand? And the chorus is it? Yeah, it, it, it had this effect that even if you don't know the song, it will catch you. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you just vibe to it. Mm-hmm. So the guys were like, no, perform a song that guys know. I was like, no, because they wanted me to perform live. Yeah. But Mbona, we had not even rehearsed and all those things. So I was like, kindly, let me perform Mbona. Mm-hmm. So they gave me a chance to perform Bona. So we performed Bona with Dino mm-hmm. during the awards. Yeah. And you know, performance comes before like yeah. artists of the year is mentioned. So during the award ceremony, they were like, it was like, it was it was being done like Miss Kenya, you know, those things that they ask you questions now. Now you that we become a Miss Kenya, what will you do with this? Yeah. You understand? <laughs> so they asked me a question. And for me, I was like, if I win the two million, mm-hmm. I think the best thing to do is to support what Dino is doing, doing. Mm-hmm. from there, from the kitty. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. And the guys were like, what do you mean? I was like, I'm willing to support Dino with one million. Yeah. You get it? Mm-hmm. So, I wanted to get very clearly. Mm-hmm. This award was not being given to a collab of the year. This award was given to a guy. Artist, yeah. Artist. One guy one artist. Mm. So, it means, at the end of the day, even the money mm-hmm. is going to be given to the artist who's yeah. going to win. So, when the award was announced, mm-hmm. of course, Daddy Owen, yeah. I won the award. Yeah. So, after that, it's me now mm-hmm. to decide. To decide, yeah. yeah. Because it's my money. Whether you choose to yeah, 10,000. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. It's not like a collab of the year. Yeah. It's not like, yeah, it's for me to decide. Yeah. What should I do with this money? Mm. And I remember I had a conversation. I think it's Gorse Melango or anyone. Yeah? And we had a very, a very deep conversation with the panel. They had a panel mm-hmm. of Kisima. Mm-hmm. And the guys were like, the best thing you can ever do with this money is reinvest back mm-hmm. into the career of this guy. Yeah. You understand? Mm. Instead of giving him mula, mm-hmm. just reinvest back. Yeah. You understand? He grows in his music career. Yeah. Mm. And what I did, eh, I was like, ah, that's a good idea. Mm. Let's do this. Because you see, these are panel. You, you, you yeah. are at the panel of groove. You remember mm-hmm. you guys used to decide stuff. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's a very good idea. So for me, I'll take home the one million. Mm-hmm. The one million, let me do this. Let me reinvest in my friend's career. Yeah. I decided let me do an album. Mm-hmm. We did an album at Arcade. Yeah. Let me do a launch. We did a launch. Yeah. At uh, Valley Road, mm-hmm. NPC Valley Road. Mm-hmm. Let me do videos. Mm-hmm. We did videos with the uh, Unison Jerry and mm-hmm. you understand? Yeah. Honestly, mm-hmm. just to be very clear, mm-hmm. I can assure you, I use more than one million. <laughs> On all the work that you did. Oh, bro. <laughs> I use a lot of money. Wow. I use a lot of money. You, you've been in there, so you know how yeah. just doing, putting up a gig, mm-hmm. how much it can it's cost. expensive. Putting up an album, how much it can cost you. Then now the music videos. videos yeah. You understand, yeah? And even on that, there's something called social capital mm. that you invest in someone pushing, yeah, you know, yeah. all those things, yeah? 
And remember, <laughs> at the end of the day, yeah, I wasn't mandated by anyone to do it. Yeah, it's your own free will. It was my free will. Yeah. You understand, yeah? Mm. So, unfortunately, I think guys started talking mm-hmm. and telling Deno, hey, Sujamal said that he one million. Mbana ja kupea one million. Ali kupea one million. So th- those days we used to have a group. Yeah. It used to be called I Love Kenyan Music, I think. Mm-hmm. So I saw the conversation starting on I Love Kenyan Music. Oh, man. And guys were talking, you know, talking, you know, talking. And Jalas, Jalas. <laughs> jalas is the one who started this conversation. <laughs> I remember Jalas saying, eh? Oh, and Olympia Pesa. So for me, I'm like, uh, why should I even discuss this thing in this group? Yeah. So I didn't, me, That's in that right. group, Arasikwa Nongyanga, because unfortunately, Ilikwanga, a mix of so many artists, yeah, to yeah. By, you don't even share the same wavelength when it comes Nain to it. Nain is a quite toxic fear. It, it can. Yeah. It can go south and go south. Mm. So me at that time, I said, I don't need to respond. So Ilikwanga a joke group. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I said, media. What? I'm like, this thing is, in a game, Miguna in a song, taking a life of its yeah, own. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. so by the time I thought about going to respond, I was like, nah, just forget it. Mm. It's not necessary. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Necessary. And then deep down at that time, I still truly loved it. No, I was like, even if I respond, it acquired the back and forth, mm. and I'm like, why should I do it? Did it He's make my boy you, and all that? Did it make you change your perspective in terms of wanting to help people? A lot. <laughs> no, no mm-hmm. it just—it's not about people per se. Yeah. But it's about how, how you go I about. give people, mm-hmm. pro, how you keep promises, mm-hmm. and how what expectations can you give? Yeah. To the other people. Yeah. You almost get to the place where you do not want to make a commitment in front of people. What I'm going to do for you, bro, bro, that thing till today. But this is the first time I'm discussing it. Yeah. I've never discussed it in any media. Mm-hmm. Never, ever. Mm-hmm. This is the first time. And remember, it was 2012. Right? Yeah. So this is the first time. Mm-hmm. When I look back, I know how how things can be lost in translation. Mm. Yeah. 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 And there's no need of even going to justify yourself and say, hey, I know, whatever it is. It was not important for me. Yeah. 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 And now, um, if you don't mind me asking as well, I mean, I definitely want to have more conversations. Uh, so fast forward, uh, you've gained the celebrity. You're a big deal. I came for your wedding. Yeah. Thanks for inviting my yeah. wife uh, <laughs> and our kids. Yeah, yeah. We even have that photo, man. Ah, oh, serious? Oh, yeah, nice. man. Hey. <laughs> I don't think Radis, I have any photos. Me, I don't. Ready some don't blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a beautiful, man. That was a lovely afternoon. Bro. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. How yeah. how you how you how you now how you keeping now after the separation and um I'm human, man. Yeah. It's not as easy as everyone thinks. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not I'm not those guys who I'll always keep going back there because I've gone through tough things in this world. Yeah. Whatever we are by. Everything I, I just look at it and I'm like, it's just Attention. one of those processes that I must go through. Mm. And then there's something and there's a greater challenge ahead. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. how I look at it. So, uh, I don't look at it as a challenge when it comes to, you know, there are two roles here. Yeah. The first role is husband. Mm-hmm. Second role is father. Mm. So, I think the husband role, that doesn't exist. Anymore. Yeah. So, the father role exists. Mm-hmm. And it's, when people see you maybe 
you know the moments where you feel the sorrow, you feel down, you feel like una feel too kitu affect sana. People think you're talking about the husband part. Mm-hmm. You're not talking about the husband part. Mm-hmm. You know, one one thing people don't understand is when you bring kids in this world, mm-hmm. they didn't decide. It's you guys it's who you decided. Guys to, decide. You yeah. understand? Mm-hmm. So no matter what, you you must have responsibility yeah. for your actions. Mm-hmm. You have to, you understand, take responsibility of any action of for all the actions that you guys ended up bringing them here. Mm-hmm. So the father bit is the one that really troubles me. Yeah. Yeah, the father bit, not the husband. Are you able to see your kids as often as you want to? You know, I think that's the most absurd question. <laughs> what what is the often that should be <laughs> daily? <laughs> I get my point. Yeah. And you see, it's impossible. It's impossible. Man. So when guys ask you uh, that question, you always wonder, how should I answer? Should I say? <laughs> <laughs> guys ask you, do you see them as often as you want? Yeah. You see, no human being, no father in this world would want to see their their kids occasionally. Yes. Um, I, I, you have those ones who really... Yeah. <laughs> you get my point, yeah? yeah? Uh-huh. No one. Even, even when men used to go to war, mm-hmm. They would miss their kids. They, you, you understand? Yeah. It's a responsibility. Yeah. They are, you have to fight for their country, but they would miss their kids. Yeah. So given a chance, they'll be like, hey, I'd rather stay at home with my kids. Yeah. But now that I'm at war, I have to go. <laughs> I have to go to war. You understand? Yeah. So it's it's a very hard question to yeah. ask. Because you, you, you know when you're, you're with them always, yeah. you never think of a day will come mm-hmm. that you'll not be seeing them mm. the way you think it was obvious. Yeah. So now, everything now, the narrative starts changing mm. because they grow each and every day. Yeah. They ask questions. Yeah. You have to answer the questions. Yeah. And you can't beat around the bush sometimes. Yeah, you can't fake yeah. them. The worst thing you can ever do in this world is to lie to your kids. Yeah. That's the worst thing. Yeah, don't, do. don't trust you, man. The worst thing you can ever do is to lie to your kids. Mm. I, 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 sorry to make your time, kiddo, but I kid There's a story I want to share, man. Can we? <laughs> okay, that's fine. Yeah. There's a story I want to share. Go ahead. I saw a video of a young man who said that uh, that uh, growing up, they they were just two, him and the sister, and the their mother was a single mother. Mm. So each and every day mm-hmm. he used to he used to wonder where the dad is and all that. Mm-hmm. But he knew that the dad was working somewhere else and then they're living somewhere else. And he said they didn't suffer. Mm-hmm. They didn't suffer at all. But he's but, saying yeah. the, the the sister was the one who was asking Kilasa, why is dad not here? Why can't he live with us and all that? You understand? Mm-hmm. So as time goes by. Akatoka primo akaingi high school. Kuingi high school ndio ana grow ana grow. Then akanza kufeel by the time he became a teenager he felt like hey I just I just miss my dad. I just want to see my dad. Mm. You know son? Mm. But they could of course anapiga simu and all those things but he is just wondering how come unapiga simu is but we're not living together. Mm. You know son? Mm-hmm. But now when the sister used to ask so much about the dad the mother alikuwa anamwambia kila saa ah kama baba angekuwa hapa mungu kama naumia mungu kama nataseka and all those things yeah. but this guy was like yeah, i'm growing up he never thought that one day that thing will be a heavy burden in his heart mm. so 
he used to be scared about asking the mom, "Mana tuishi na dad." But now in high school, that ajika kwa a lot. Mm. You understand? Yeah. So when he, he went to university, he was like, "No, I have to find my dad. I have to find my dad." So he, I think he came to university Nairobi University. Mm-hmm. So from there, and then he asked his uh, uncles, "Hey, my dad, when my dad and I happy, and then he was told his dad and I carry bags south." So when he decided, "Hey, I'm going there," so he went there to look for his dad. So akafika akagongamlango. The dad opened. The dad was shocked to see the guy. Eh? Wow. The guy is like, "Anasema he ali somia budake." Akamambia all these years, you're never there for me. You're mm-hmm. never there for your kids. You're never there. Akam somia anasema ni anasema kama one now. The dad is just quiet. It was I think it was at night. Mm-hmm. The dad is just quiet. So one day. The dad, aye to siku. The dad come in, olale. We'll talk in the morning. So the guy went to sleep. In the morning, the dad come here, sit here. I want to talk to you. So they had a conversation, a very lengthy conversation. But at the end of the conversation, the man was like, "Unfortunately, I'm not your dad." <laughs> Bro, this is not even funny, man. Yeah. What? Yeah. I was just playing the role. Wow. I was just paying your school fees. I'm not your dad. I'm not your real dad. Mm. Unfortunately, this is how you you'll find out about the information. Yeah. I wish your mom told you, but I didn't want you to find it this way. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You get yeah? Yeah. So you can imagine the trauma this guy lives with till yeah. today. You understand, yeah? He thinks that this guy was my dad. You get my point, yeah. yeah? So that's why I say sometimes as the kids grow, it's really hard for us to you can't lie to your kids. Mm-mm. You have to tell them because they're asking so many questions because they feel like this is different from this other. Mm-hmm. So to every parent, I always say the one thing that you can you can give your kids is truth. The truth. Yeah. It's very very important. Yeah. And you see this There's so many dynamics. Even yeah. right now, the Sony parenting now is hard, bro. I know. It's not as easy as. This is going to kuchapa, bro. Unalainika. But nowadays, you know, yeah. it's a conversation. Mm-hmm. You have to talk yeah. to your kids. It's yeah. very different. Like it's very, my, my relationship with my kids. It's not as easy as people think. Yeah. It's very different from my relationship with my mom and dad. Yeah, yeah. So where I am, I, 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 I'm at right now. Of course, I wish I can get so many kids. Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish about that. It's mm-hmm. something that I think about. Yeah. But it's it's not as easy as people think. You just wake up in the morning and it's not it's not that way. Yeah. Number one, considering who I am. Mm-hmm. And then again you look at Christianity how we look at things. Yeah. And then uh, the explanation I need to do again in future, you know all those things. Yeah, you have to consider yeah. and considering I have sons. Mm. No, it's <laughs> my brother. It's not, it's not a joke, man. Yeah. So these are things that you 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 need to think through. Yeah. You don't wake up in the morning and just decide I want to get married. I know my mom is really worried. My brothers are really worried. My sisters, they're yeah. like, "Hey, bro, that thing by now is three years, bro. Yeah. Should have moved on." Yeah, move on. but it's not that easy, though. It's not that easy. Yeah, and it's I don't think easy. you need to fall into any pressure. No, no, no. no. And because you want to do it for the right reason. Yeah. With and the right you, person. Of course, you meet people. Yeah. But even meeting the people the people that you meet yeah 
there's a saying on a semanga, Uxomana Yoka Tokyo on a pipe. Yes, guys, Kia. Uxomana Yoka. I don't go on a pipe. Hey, Tarukaji. So that's the thing. Yeah. Imagine seven men on me. Bro, so that's the thing. You're always like, hey, hey. So you, it's different. Yeah. But uh, you, you think through stuff mm-hmm. with a different mentality. And from a deeper perspective. Yeah. yeah. Than Kitambo, you could just jump in and yeah. move on. Yeah. Man, these conversations, I want to go on. I want to go on, man. This... <laughs> <laughs> But bro, I want to say thank you so much, man. Thank you, bro. I think I've been um I've been incredibly way too kaukujua uh that I am one of the great beneficiaries from the work that God has allowed you to do. Amen. And uh I'm very um I'm glad to be in your life. I'm glad that you're in my life. And I want to have more conversations, bro. Amen. Because I think there's a lot, there's a lot that people can be able to learn from from your story. Even me just sitting here, I'm like, there's certain things that we take for granted that you really can't take for granted. I saw a video, sorry. Mm-hmm. I saw a video mm-hmm. of a young lady on TikTok saying that uh, we've been giving so many guys flowers about the gospel ministry in this country. Mm-hmm. But she was like, I want to give K. Crew their flowers. Mm-hmm. And I could tell she's young. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know even the long history that people like us know. She's like, I remember Cake Crew when I was in high school. They used to come to our school. Wow. I remember Cake Crew. And then from there, another chick told me to go to Nairobi Cinema. There's a Bible study there. So for me, I'm like, ah, Bible study is in Kikyo Juzi. So let me uh, give you real flowers. What's the biggest flower in this world? <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a bigger flower than sunflower. So let me give you a flowers. Bro, I remember before I even started go- doing gospel music, you guys had the show. Mm-hmm. at Metro. Mm-hmm. And I remember I used to love one of those, I don't know if you can remember, I used to love a guy called Pigeon John. Yes. <laughs> It's the chase of Golden Motorcycle. <laughs> you remember Pigeon John? I remember Pigeon John. You man. made me understand who is Pigeon John. <laughs> I know everybody. Put your hands up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I could listen to you mm-hmm. and I'm like, you mean you can be an influential person You're young, influential, and you're still deep in the word. Because you, you guys used to share the word of God. Yeah. And I'm like, how can a guy be a DJ? He's still sizzling, mm-hmm. and he's still hot, mm-hmm. and he's still deep mm-hmm. in the word. Wow. So, you're one of those people who made me believe, because the biggest worry was, you can't be cool and born again. Yeah. The two don't go together. They, they don't. Yeah. But you're one of those guys who made me believe that you can be cool and still born again. Wow. So even my salvation, mm-hmm. I was prayed to by a guy called Hariji. Hey, yeah, yeah. You remember Hariji? Gong, gong, <laughs> gong, gong. No candido. Yes. Oh, But then Hariji prayed for me. Yeah. My biggest worry was how will I survive yeah. not being cool? Mm-hmm. But listening to you made me believe I can be cool oh, and still deep in the world. Thank you. You inspired who I am today. And living on that, your journey, bro, you've been consistent. You know, you've seen guys, mm-hmm. but bro, you've been very consistent. I remember us doing shows 
with escape blues you know those things they are crazy but bro you've been very consistent like you've never shifted from the world with money without money and Moses is one of those guys it's really hard to know if Moses is rich or is not rich if Moses has money or <laughs> <laughs> you never know if Moses is succeeding or he's not succeeding. You never know if Baba is doing well or he's not doing well. I don't know. As in, <laughs> I've never known. If these guys, are they making money or not? <laughs> but one thing I know wow. about Moses, even during TSO, you never know if these guys, were, are they making money or even to the Guadalupe? You never knew. As in, you're one of those guys that you've been so consistent with your personality and your personality being with the foundation of Christ. Mm. So whatever lawyer by it figure a point ke crew are known for the saying is Jesus. Yeah. It's Jesus man. It's Jesus. Mm. Yeah. And ke crew are known for the saying of it's rich one each it's one, one rich one. one. Yeah. I can never forget that. Yeah. And that was one of my first ministry going to I think it was a university we went to. Mhm. And we were going to ah yeah yeah Egerton Egerton University. You remember? Yeah, I remember. You taught me how to do wow. each one ritual. Yeah, you taught me how to. Actually, it was more university. More university. Yeah, we went to with... preach. It was the first day I met you in the Sinjeri. Yes, you taught me how to go and minister. I remember yeah. you you sat me down and tell me, just go meet these young guys, talk to them about Jesus, <laughs> and I learned how to do ministry. Wow. You taught wow. me so many things that. I can assure you that thing is really missing right now in the ministry. Mm. We need that level of what the level headedness of understanding the word and then relating it mm. to the young people. Mm-hmm. Bro, you're one of those guys. Thank you man. I'll give you your flowers and I'll say never change. I've known you for more than 20 <laughs> years, bro. And it's just the same same moves. Thank the same same moz the swag is the same see the moz of dunga suti there me change you have to i've never known even the car that you drive bro i've never i've known it for more than 20 years at least you could you have never known which car you drive but i appreciate you thank you bro for what you've done for the young people mm-hmm. and what you're still doing for the young people of today thank you bro don't stop sante don't stop May God bless you. Amen. Yeah. Hey, bro. Oof. Thank you. Let me say guys, this um this podcast has been recorded over here at the Pilot Cafe. <laughs> I don't know how to finish it. <laughs> um yeah. Uh I want to say thank you to the management here. Uh Susan, she's the manager here and the guys who serve, great people, man. We speak differently. Yeah. 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 And so yeah. please if you have a chance Come visit the Palace Cafe right here in uh, Lovington. That the Owen is learning sign language right now. Yeah, but then I wanted to big up the Palace Cafe because I'm one of those disability champions yeah. in the country. Mm-hmm. So this is one of those restaurants that I always tell guys come here interact with these guys because it's very important for for inclusion. Yeah. So anyone who feels like they want to know how people who have hearing imp- hearing impaired impairing mm-hmm. how they communicate the deaf society how they communicate kindly come here and understand exactly how it works and how they can how we can integrate them in right. our society including the kitchen man even the kitchen 
This place is amazing. So it's not a limitation. Come here and understand how the deaf work yeah. and how we can include them yeah. in our marketplace, in our corporate jobs, yeah. how they can perform yeah. just like a normal person. We need to have this conversation, yeah. bro. Yeah. But guys, thank you so much for joining us for the podcast today. It's been absolutely a blessing. And uh, man, bro, may God bless you indeed. I can't wait for that next album. Oh, bro. Bro, what's a Tuskia? You never know, man. You never know, man. You never know. God bless, man. God bless. Hey, God bless. Yeah.